Hey, it's Luke at HIP, and if you've been listening to the Grow Ortho podcast maybe for weeks, months, or in some cases years, you know that we typically interview an industry expert, whether it be someone working in the office or a consultant uh, or just a strategic partner for orthodontist. Well, we're going to change things up just a bit, and this year we've actually released four books. And so we're going to release every audiobook, basically a chapter for each episode. Listen, enjoy, and let us know what you find valuable and implement and what works well in your office. Thanks so much for supporting HIP, and we hope you enjoy all these episodes on the Practice Growth Series. Chapter 10. A team that understands the best practices for growth. As we wrap up the 10 components of the front desk of your dreams, I want to finish by sharing some best practices to keep your team and practice growing. I realize that this is a work in progress for all teams striving for excellence. At this point, it must be clear that being well-trained in processes and procedures and performing them flawlessly every time is the key to success. I consider separating your front desk into the patient care center and front desk a pro move and a best practice for practices that want to experience next level growth. Again, this is not for everyone, and I've seen practices grow very well without doing this. Julie and her team have figured out the ground rules they have to follow to make sure the front desk and patient care center teams interact efficiently throughout the day. Over the last few years, we've figured out how to navigate having a call center in our office. We've learned that this is their designated time to work, so we can't interrupt them all of the time by walking in. When they first started, it was easy to drop off a document or stop by to have a chat. But then we realized that wasn't sustainable since they receive such a high volume of calls every day. When we need to talk now, we usually communicate via email, so we at least have a record of everything we've discussed, and we can reference it later. Technology Set your front desk and patient care center teams up with functioning and up-to-date computer software to handle applications and programs. If you use Practice Beacon or another CRM system, your phone calls, emails, and text messages come directly from the software. So make sure you have internet with a strong enough bandwidth and signal to keep up with the demand. If your internet connection is poor, you will most likely miss out on opportunities. Wireless headsets are an excellent option for practices with a patient care team and those with front desk teams who do it all. They allow your team to keep their hands free to multitask, talk on the phone, type on their keyboard, write on their notepads, or even walk to another clinic area, all while getting the patient scheduled. It is ultimately the key to success and the only way to not kill your neck from holding a phone to your ear all day. I timed patient interactions performed by a scheduling coordinator to compare the length of calls using a phone to those using a wireless headset. Consistently, bookings made using the phone took an average of six minutes, while the appointments scheduled using a headset took an average of three minutes. Headsets effectively cut the time it takes to make a booking in half. Alex and her team have only had positive experiences after implementing wireless headsets in their patient care center. Headsets have been a game changer for us. The patient care center team loves it. We never had them before when we just had a front desk area. Now that we have a patient care center, all the scheduling coordinators have a wireless headset. And it's great because I'll notice some of the team members walking around the office while on the call with a patient as they're grabbing a new payment form in another area. But they can still keep talking to them instead of putting them on hold. 
we're really trying to minimize hold times. If we can prevent it, we will. So the headsets have been really helping us achieve that. Resources. As we now know, there's a lot to remember in the front desk and scheduling coordinator role. There are many steps to make this process perfect, and sometimes it's hard to remember everything during an interaction. We miss things sometimes. We're only human. That's why it is essential to provide the necessary resources to your team, whether instructions on how to use practice speaking, tips about tonality and tempo to keep in mind, or even scripts to help facilitate a smooth conversation while getting the correct information. Set your teams up for success so that they can deliver in return. Your team will be thankful to have these resources at their disposal, which will take the pressure off them if they forget the small details. Beverly finds the day-to-day -day relatively easy when there are resources to use when she's speaking with leads all day. Sometimes it's helpful to have a checklist of everything I need to do within the day at my desk. I also have the simple scripts I can pull from when interacting with a new lead or booking new patient consults. I talk to many people throughout the day, so it's easy to skip a step if you aren't thinking about all the steps involved. Having an outline of everything I need to go over readily accessible ensures I never miss something. And the patient can give me all their information within that one short phone call. You can access our practice speaking quick guide at https colon forward slash forward slash hip dot agency forward slash front desk secrets to watch a quick 10-minute video outlining the fundamentals you need for the perfect front desk visit https colon forward slash forward slash hip creative dot wistia dot com forward slash medias forward slash three u o t one n two x n c how much do you want to grow at this point we've given you a few tips and tricks to work with to take on those leads quickly you're probably wondering how impactful these strategies are i can assure you it's all you need to do to see changes in your team's work ethic and your annual production but you may want to ask yourself how much do i really want to grow Maybe you're comfortable remaining as a one-location practice with around $1 million in annual revenue and enjoy having a small team. But you want to make sure your schedules are consistently staying filled. Maybe you're looking to add more departments and teams to your one location so you can take on more patients and grow your annual revenue. Or perhaps you're looking to open multiple locations throughout your state or even the country and build various teams. Whatever your goals are, you need to have a plan and you need to have support. I've provided you with some charts to help you visualize what different kinds of practices look like. Some practices only have one location and a few team members, while others have multiple locations and numerous departments and teams. Hopefully, these charts will enable you to envision where you'd like to see your practice grow or help you to determine which roles you'd like to add to your current practice to make it easier to manage. Practice Organization Charts this is a small practice org chart showing a typical three-level staff structure for a small orthodontic practice. The orthodontist is shown at the top of the hierarchy in a black box. The next level down is the office manager in a dark gray box. On the third level, the three roles reporting to the office manager are front desk and scheduling in a white box, treatment coordinator in a light gray box, 
and clinical assistant in a gray box. Next is a medium practice org chart showing a typical multi-level staff structure for a medium-sized orthodontic practice. Text at the bottom tells us that a typical medium practice is around $3 million plus in production. At the top level of the hierarchy are the orthodontist and COO, shown in black boxes. The next level down has six positions, each color-coded to represent teams. Clinical director, treatment coordinators, financial coordinators, marketing director, patient call center director, and office manager. Four out of six of the roles reporting to the orthodontist and COO have the following roles reporting to them. 1. Clinical Director Lead Assistant and Assistants below, and Lab Technician with Record Technicians and Inventory below. 2. Next is Financial Coordinators, with Insurance below. 3. Next is Patient Call Center Director, with the Call Center Team below. 4. Last is Office Manager, with the Front Desk Team below. Now we see a large practice org chart showing a typical multi-level staff structure for a large orthodontic practice. Text at the bottom tells us that a typical large practice is around $8 million plus in production. At the top level of the hierarchy are two orthodontist roles and the COO, shown in black boxes. The next level down is the Director of Operations, shown in a white box. The third level down has six positions, each with one or more positions reporting to them, all color-coded to represent teams. These positions are 1. Clinical Director Shown on the far left in a light gray box. The line points towards an additional group of positions, also shown in light gray boxes. Clinical Manager Roles, shown in separate boxes, on the fourth level. Below this, Clinical Assistant reports to two clinical managers, the third and fourth clinical manager roles have a lead assistant and a lab technician, respectively. Below the lab technicians are four additional positions. Clin check coordinator, Invisalign coordinator, record technician, and inventory coordinator. Two. The next role, in the third level below director of operations, is marketing director, shown in a gray box with community outreach below, also in a gray box. Three. Next in the third level is Financial Director, shown in a white box with Financial Coordinator below, also in a white box. 4. Next in the third level is Sales Director, shown in a light gray box with Treatment Coordinator below, also in a light gray box. 5. Next in the third level is Patient Call Center Director, shown in a dark gray box with the Call Team Center below, also in a dark gray box. 6. Last in the third level, at the far right, is Admin Director, shown in a darker gray box. A line points towards an additional group of positions, all shown in darker gray boxes. Four Assistant Managers, shown in separate boxes on the fourth level. Below two of the Assistant Managers is one Office Manager, shown in a wider box to indicate the position serves both Assistant Managers. Below the other two Assistant Managers is the Front Desk Team, shown in a wider box to indicate that the position serves both assistant managers. What does approximately a year of growth look like? I'm going to provide you with some examples of what approximately one year of growth looks like by showcasing the ROIs of two practices we currently work with. 
connect orthodontics, and all smiles orthodontics. These examples demonstrate how all the components work together to produce bottom-line results when implemented correctly. Connect Orthodontics is an example of a small practice we're currently working with. They partnered with us two years ago when they were just a startup, as they were interested in understanding the best practices for the practice from the get-go. After setting them up with Practice Beacon and training their team on all of the components mentioned in this book, Connect Orthodontics rose to the occasion and accomplished their goal in less than a year. In October 2020, Connect invested $48,150 into their practice, $34,650 in HIP consulting, and $13,500 on advertisements. By August 2021, their amount returned, the 61 leads who have started treatment, was $275,000, having gained $226,850 in investments and increased their ROI by 471% in less than 10 months. This isn't total production. It's just from our framework. Basically, digital leads turning into new patients. And those are just from patients who have started treatment. To determine Connect's estimated potential production, we calculate the revenue generated when every lead that starts completes their treatment plan. As the leads follow through, the potential revenue gained is what the new patient pays during their treatment. So, the additional amount returned would be $61,000, bringing their total investment gain to $561,850 and an ROI of 1,166.87%. This was in 2020, and as previously mentioned, Dr. Connect produced well over a million dollars in her first full year opened, 2021, and was able to transition into her startup full-time, which was a huge milestone. Remember All Smiles Orthodontics? I showed you their ROI calculation at the beginning of this book. Don't worry, you don't have to turn back to find it. We'll go over it again here. All Smiles Orthodontics is an example of a large practice we're currently working with. Here is a breakdown of All Smiles ROI, starting from May 2020 to August 2021, based on 268 completed patient treatments. An initial investment of $171,500. A return amount of $1 million. An investment gain of $828,500. An ROI of 483.09%. And if they were to get all pending leads to complete their treatment today, their estimated potential production would be an additional $4 million to their amount returned, bringing their total investment gain to $4,228,500 and an ROI of 2,465.60%. Again, this isn't their entire production. We are just sharing their growth from our framework. And this is all tracked in practice speaking. The numbers don't lie. Both Connect and All Smiles Orthodontics decided to invest in their practices and have since reaped the rewards by pulling in hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars worth of investment gains in less than a year. This is possible when you implement the 10 components I've discussed in this book. I hope you and your team take them to heart and implement them into your practice so you can enjoy results like this too.